<laughs> right, okay. So if we kick things off with Jeremy Herridges, please. Hi, Josh. Thank you for taking the time to talk today. Um, looking at David Avenisian's career so far, obviously he's had a few losses. Um, I'm curious, looking at those losses, have you studied them and, and what have you learned from, from witnessing those, those performances? Yeah, of course. Uh, you've got to study you got to study wins as well as his losses because, to be fair, um, I always judge people on the best performance. I never try and take them off what, what, the, what, what performance looks, looks the worst version of them. So I try to study him more on his recent form and, um, and where he's at. I feel like there's plenty of chinks in the arm up and I can um, 100%, 100% show in this fight so, and um, exploit. So I just can't wait to get in there on Saturday night. As far as your, your last two performances, looking at Ray Robinson, tough fight, mm-hmm. tough fighter, tricky fighter, being a southpaw, mm-hmm. uh, Winston Campos, what, what did you learn from those fights? And, and is there any specific improvements that you're looking to show fans? Oh, there's huge improvements being made from both fights. Um, Robinson went really under the radar. I mean, he's got a majority draw against Kavalowskis, who stopped, who knocked out David, so or stopped him. So, and um, Robinson's really tricky, um, or with experienced southpaw, with with like a lot of range, and he knows how to get there. I mean, he's he's in camp with Jerome Ennis all the time. So, them two guys there are top class and. So I've took plenty of positives from that and thinking that was um, nearly two years ago now. Uh, maturity has went up another level and um, I've just learned, I've learned a lot. I've gained a lot of experience from that fight. Huge. Final question for me. Uh, I know talking with Carl Graves, uh, Evanesian's trainer just now, I asked him about where you rank on, on David's resume so far mm-hmm. and they put you lower on the list than, than some of the top names. Um, is this getting personal for you um, all the time and, and, and things that have gone on in this time? Not at all. Not, not, not for me. Not for me. Not personal at all. It's a job. It's a business. Um, they might take it personal. And if they do, then they're going to they're gonna fall into a, a big trap because emotions in the boxing ring shouldn't be, should be, shouldn't be there. It should just be all. You've got to leave the emotions outside the ring. So, listen, I'm happy to take it personal. I just put a smile on my face going and win on Saturday. Sounds good. Thank you, Josh, and best of luck. My man. Thank you, bro. And Jeremy, if you go to Danny Flexen from Seconds Out next, please. Hey, mate. How you doing? What's happening, bro? You good? Yeah, I'm good. How are you? Oh, good. Oh, good, my man. Glad to hear it. Um, these fights been on again, off again. You've had yeah. to travel down from where your family are to work in Surrey with Adam Booth, of course. Yeah. And it's a growing young family as well. How hard yeah. has it been to leave them behind, particularly now you've got two kids rather than just the one? Yeah, it's, of course, it's hard. It's, it's, I mean, I mean, I think people going to work on the morning, leaving the kids for a day. Sometimes they, they, they miss them going to work for one day. Do you know what I mean? But I've got a. Uh, to be honest, uh, this fight is totally took focus off everything else. It's just, I've been laser focused for this fight when I've been in the gym, it feels like nothing else exists. So, I've been living in a little flat down Surrey um, next to the gym. So, it's been perfect for me. Uh, I've just been switched in and switched off sort of thing. So, it's been, it's been, uh, it's been, a, it's been a perfect camp. 
We had um, Carl Graves on just before you. He said the one thing, the main reason he can't see you beating his man is that you won't be able to deal with the intensity that David Avanesian brings, that he'd be very surprised if you meet David head on. What what do you make of those comments? Well, them who don't know must fail, my friend. So I think you're going to fail out on Saturday. David will walk into some shots and think, I can't keep pressing him like this. And if he does, the better for me because I've trained for the highest pressure fight of my career. I'm ready for the pressure. So I returns up the better it is for me. But everything in my army to um, to beat David on Saturday. I'm not spectacular doing it. And have you done anything differently in preparation this time round? Because we saw the pictures of you what last week or the week before looked mm. in phenomenal shape. You always look in good yeah. shape, but that was another level. It seemed. Yeah. What what has changed, if anything? Mindset, maturity, um, nutrition, everything. I've stepped up another level. Like I went up another gear, found a different gear to everything. Uh, I mean, has the time elapsed between the first fight, what was ever meant to happen and now? Done me good? Yes, of course it has. Has it done him good? I'm not sure. He's boxed two. He's boxed Kerman Laraga, who's looked green at the weight twice and was beating him the first time, got stopped, and he's beat, uh, he's beat the sort of a guy who just couldn't relate down. I mean, that's for me, but I'm expecting the hardest fight in my life, so um, bring that to you, man. Great stuff. Well, good luck. Right, man. Thank you, brother. Thanks, Danny. If we go to Declan Taylor from The Independent next, please. Hi, Josh. How are you, mate? Yes, you're good, bro. Good. 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 Um, just picking up on what you were saying there about your setup now down in, in your flat by the gym. Mm. How long have you been sort of in there? Um, maybe since the, since the pandemic started, but nearly a year ago. How long have you been up here or down here, as it were? Um, so I moved into the flat near enough September time. Um, after everything really got moving and everyone got back in the gym, etc. I was travelling I was travelling to the gym a lot before that and then moved in from there. So just been just basically um locked in really from, from then. So it's been laser focused, so I can't say I haven't left any stone unturned. Was it was it nice before that spending a bit of time with your boys and your missus and stuff and, yeah, and not being able for a bit? Yeah. It felt like you, you you didn't have anything on your mind, like you didn't have any Obviously, it was hard because I was probably in the best shape in my life. Previously, going into that fight, we got pulled in March, so in the in the main pandemic, so it was hard for me. It was sort of like I had to sort of grave over it in a sense because I just uh, I'd put all that work in, and obviously it went it went down the pan again. But um, no fault of my own this time. So this time around, it feels like I've achieved a lot and I've went up another level. I didn't think I would be able to, but I, from, from the last camp, because the, that camp went so perfect. But this time, it's just, it's uh, it's sort of God's blessed this and I feel like I'm I'm ready to take on this challenge massively. And can you just talk a little bit about what the um, what your days and weeks look like in camp? Because obviously, it's, it's normally a pretty sort of lonely and obviously one-sided existence. Mm. But during a lockdown, it's even even more so. What, yeah. what are you sort of doing in your time out of the gym? Mate, you just got to keep yourself busy. Um, I got. I, I managed to invest in a PS, PS5, so I managed to get one of them, um, take myself off that, uh, go for some walks, switch off, just basically, basically sort of find more out about yourself. Um, that's what I did. It suited me down to the ground. Do you feel like you've grown up a lot in this camp in particular? 100%. 
massively. I think a lot of people. Um, I was the youngest to turn over out of, out of anybody from the Olympics or out of the Team GB. So I was twenty. I forgot what I was twenty one or twenty two. I'm only twenty six now. So I mean, I've still got a lot of maturing to do, but. I feel like this time in camp, physically, you can see I've matured mentally, I've matured and everything's sort of coming into its, uh, into its sort of prime few years now. Just last one, I just asked Carl whether he thought that you'd be a better fighter or a different fighter now than you were back in December 2018 when the first fight was supposed to happen. He said, probably not really. I'm guessing you, you feel a lot different. <laughs> That's all that needs to be said. That's lovely work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I haven't changed whatsoever, so keep it like that. <laughs> well, Guinness on the go there, Josh. On the Irish coffee. It's the way forward. So, cheers. Thanks for your time. Thank you, brother. Cheers. Thanks, Dick. If we go to some Matt from behind the gloves next, please. Hey, Josh. Thanks for joining us. You're right, mate. It's been a long time coming this way. It seems to have been talked yeah. about forever. Um, the fact that it's been pushed back so many times, is it difficult to stay disciplined and stay focused while there's that, obviously, disappointment of it falling through? Um, during the first lockdown, I'd say it was harder because because of just, it was so full on, like, we didn't know when we were coming out, so we sort of like, what's happened there? Like, yeah, we've lost everything, we've lost all the momentum, but going into um, the second half of the year, I just switched my mind on and went, listen, you've got to, the fight's here, you've got to, the fight there that we took, you know what I mean? So just get get into camp and get yourself ready. So I, that's what I did, and that's what I have done since. You recently, I've seen an online interview, you said that you're the underdog and you enjoy being the underdog. Mm. It's fine. Does that give you extra motivation, the fact that you feel like you could prove a lot of people wrong? Um, hmm. There's always motivation in proving people wrong. I've always got a point to prove. Like, I love proving people wrong. I, love, I just love it. But... At the end of the day, um, I go in there with one thing in my mind, one thing in my mind only, all the time, is to win and be the best I can be. And, then, and just come out, uh, me and him come out healthy and safe and go back our families healthy and safe. And that's obviously the main thing for everything. But I know I know on Saturday I'll be, I'll be walking away with that European title. There's two. It's been, um, yeah, it's, it's been a good camp. Final one from me, Josh, just before you go. Um, right now, welterweight division is red hot this year. Everyone's hoping we get to see the likes of Errol Spence versus Terence Crawford. Who do you believe is the number one welterweight in the world right now, currently? Crawford. Crawford. Yeah, Crawford, bro. Yeah, I think he's got a lot of good attributes. And the fact that he can box is good in southpaw as a kind of orthodox position, I feel like he's a threat to a lot of boxes. Yeah. Good luck for Saturday, Josh. Appreciate it. Thank you, brother. Thanks, Matt. If we go to James Lupton from Pro Boxing Fans next, please. Um, in terms of this fight, obviously, it's been a long time in the making. The first fight, when that was originally announced, Avenison was coming off a loss. Now he's coming back from three stoppage wins. You don't sound too impressed by those wins. But for him, his confidence should be high. Does that make him more dangerous? Um. On Saturday night, no, but in mindset, it could be. I mean, it could be his downfall as well, thinking that he's going to be able to walk through it, which would not be the case because I'm a lot bigger and I'm a lot I'm a lot stronger than he thinks. I'm a big, big 147, so when I get in there, I think we'll feel it. So, yeah. Um, with yourself, your name is always linked with Connor Ben, mm. also recently Kel Brook. With these mm. carrots being dangled in front of yourself, does that add more pressure to you going forward? 
No, nah, not at all, mate. Um, end of the day, going throughout history, there's been someone's got to win and someone's got to lose. And um, if it be a football, tennis, boxing, rugby, whatever it is. So it is what it is. But I've just got to get through one fight at a time and win this one. Drop my best of luck. Cheers, mate. Yeah, man, thank you. <laughs> Thanks, James. Go to Ron Lewis from Boxing Scene next, please. Hi, Josh. Uh, liking Thanks, the beard, man. by the way. Uh, I take it that's coming off for, for uh, Saturday, is it? I'm not too sure. I'm not too sure. I might just leave it. I look a bit more angry with a beard on, so. <laughs> obviously, when you turn pro, I mean, it's, it's part of being in, in the sort of like matchroom sort of sky thing that, that there was a lot of hype and a lot of talk about you. How, how, how did, you know, you sort of cope with that? Because um, you were sort of a young lad then and, and, you know, people were already chucking titles of future world champion at you when you hardly you know, laced up some gloves yeah. as a pro. How did you cope with that? And has it got easier over time? It's got a lot easier over time. At the start, you, like you said, you're just a kid and you, you're thinking, oh my God, look at this, look at that. Who's coming to that? He's coming to this, this and this. But as you get older, you realise that nothing really, nothing of that really matters. It just it matters what you do in the ring. Nothing really matters. No talking, no nothing. Just like, it only matters what you do inside that ring. So, um, I don't really take a lot of the compliments to heart. I don't take none of the negatives to heart. I just try and sail through neutral. So a lot of what people say, um, as you get more experienced, you look at it and you, you see through it. The people who talk more have got more, you, you sort of cipher through and you find out what the, what the, um, what <laughs> they start dropping some, some shit there now and again, do you know what I mean? So you can see through it. So the more you talk, the more you just end up, um, throwing yourself under the bus so I just I just like to let people talk and let people then um, do their thing and I'll get through it Was that something you used to struggle with though obviously not just as a as a young pro but mm. you know in the amateurs as well when, when you, you know you burst onto the scene and, and mm. you know you were off the team for a bit and that sort of thing was was, was people talking about you something you you, you know took, it took getting used to say? Um, I don't know I mean I'm I'm mature. I'm a, I'm a lot more mature now. I've turned into a man. Like I've got two kids, got a family, you know what's priorities and all what's not. As a kid, you you just, especially going up from something, you just burst on the scene and everything's mad and you're just like, whoa, what's this all about? But now it's, I'm settled down, I'm married, I've got, I know, I've got future goals, I've got short term goals, I've got long term goals. So I just need to focus on that and keep myself as happy as I can. This fight, though, will, will stick you in a pretty, you know, elevated position in the rankings. Mm-hmm. Do you ever talk about, about, you know, beyond this, two or three fights, you might be in with a, a Crawford or a Spence or something like yeah, that. Yeah, 100%. Mate. I've got goals and I'll speak them freely. I, I feel like I'm 100%. I feel like I will beat Avenition and then the next fight after that will be go and Conor Ben and then after that, I think it'll be a big one at the end of the year. But I will win I will win this fight and then I will beat the next fight, uh, the next the next opponent and follow up with a big fight at the end of the year. That's my belief anyways. Excellent. Take care, Josh. Speak to you soon. Man, thank you, Ron. Thanks, Ron. If we go to Steve from Boxing UK, please. Hi, Josh. It's Steve from Boxing UK. What's happening, mate? Hello, mate. Live from Grindon, are you? Oh, yeah, yeah. Hello, mate. Um, Josh, since the first cancellation, you've had a lot of flack and accusations thrown your way. Have you taken them personally? And will it be any? Will it make Saturday any sweeter if you do the business? Of course, it'll make a tweet up, but I don't. I've not. I never take anything personal through boxing because when it's all said and done, everyone, everyone normally 
so it hooks it out and all that anyway. So to be honest with me, I just it's back and forth and it just it's nothing really matters until we get in there Saturday. Like of course it builds the fight and of course you get to be interested, but until we trade punches on Saturday, nothing matters. And you've talked about your goals, mate, and mm-hmm. on about Conor Ben next is one of the goals sooner rather than later to come up here and have a fight at the stadium alight. Yeah, that's the next. I think that will be the next fight if I've been fighting the stadium alight. That would be if the crowds are back. I'll get there next. Good man. Best luck on Saturday, Josh. Thank you, mate. Thanks, Steve. If we go to Davinda from the Boxing Voice next, please. Hey, Josh, how's it going? You okay? All good, mate. All good. Good stuff. Uh, just a couple of questions from me. Uh, first of all, uh, Connor Ben, your name being linked with him. Um, clearly, you focused on David Avenisian on Saturday night. Mm-hmm. Um, in regards to beating David Avenisian, first of all, what kind of weaknesses do you see in him that you can exploit? How do you, how do you beat him? Well, if I told you that, I'd be telling you everything, wouldn't I? Letting everyone know. <laughs> I feel as I'm going to stop David. Everyone's going to be shocked when I say that, but I'm, I'm punching harder than ever, so I'm going in there to stop David on Saturday. And just on Conor Ben as well, did you uh, see his performance against Formella and how much did you rate that performance? Yeah, he did what he needed to do against a, against a um, tough, tough graded opponent, so well done. Good stuff. Hopefully that fight happens soon. Yeah, man, 100%. Got Good stuff. Thanks a lot, Josh. Cheers, mate. Okay, go to Ames from Boxing News TV next, please. Ames from Boxing News TV. Pleasure to meet you, Josh. How are you doing? You all right, mate. All good. Yeah, I'm not too bad. All not good. too bad. Um, look, you are considered to have like a bright future in the sport, mm. but the time that the fight was first announced, the delay and the fight now finally being on, domestically, mm. your rivals have been in the ring and have taken some of the spotlight from you. Conor yeah. Ben sparked in his last performance. Chris Congo claimed a title in a good fight and is in another good fight with McKinson. Likewise, yeah. McKinson has put himself in the same uh, same position to get that shot. Looking at the domestic scene and your rivals there, do you put yourself back on the top of the pack in the eyes of the fans with a win against David and get the spotlight back on yourself? I'll put myself there now anyways, but it doesn't matter if the win... It, it, the win will obviously consolidate that. I'll be European champion and I'll be above domestic level, but... Um, me personally, I believe I'm at the top of the pile anyway, as it is. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm, um, I'm improving all the time. I, I, I'm improving all the time. I'm the fights won't take in the big fights. And not, and not, and not like any sort of little steps in right directions. These are big fights. I mean, the Robinson fight, I don't think people really grasped how big that fight was. Um, like Madison Square Gardens, 10th fight against a, a pro like that who's just, who drew against Cavalousius and was on the wrong end of the draw and see what Cavalousius did there, Avenition and Crawford and performed well. So I mean that speaks for itself. I think I feel like I am there, but um if if this win if means then people start putting us on top again, then we might as well we've got to put us on top. So I think in the midst of what's happened with the delay, the back and forth with Neil Marsh, Adam Booth and that, like looking at the direction from some of the fans, there's been some angst towards like your side of the team because of that mm. delay. But I wanted to know if you think like fans might be underappreciating the fact that you're going up against what would be seen as the toughest opponent compared to your domestic rivals' opponents' names to date. Do you, do you see that? Do you feel that underappreciation? Well, yeah, but like I said previously, I think that you've got to, you've got to just... In this boxing game, you um you be loved one day and you be hated the next, like mm. everyone says. So or you can be hated one day and you be loved the next. So you can't take it nothing to heart. You gotta just ride the wave, as they say. And um, 
and keep you keep yourself focused on your craft. Like just don't be thinking about what this man's saying, that man's saying, or this guy or that guy there. Just go into the gym, get your stuff done. As long as you improve and then making making strides in the gym, then it should show up in the fight. Is the inactivity like finally behind you now? Um, I mean, I think the inactivity was probably it's been due to COVID really to be fair but I thought December was ready to fight March so I was going to be fighting March then straight back in in June July time so obviously that prolonged it the COVID and then this is the first fight since that so if you think of things it's been more to do with the COVID than this situation myself I really wanted to hold out to try and see if there's any crowds coming back but it hasn't been so just got to get it on and look, I appreciate this won't be in your mind, but I would like to ask, what does a loss mean for you? I won't lose. Appreciate the job. So all the best of the weekend. Oh, Thank you, bro. No worries. Okay, I'll just give it one moment in case we get any final questions for Josh. Um, just a reminder, any more questions, just drop me a message. Um, I'm back, Dan, I've actually got one quick one, if you can. Yeah, uh, Dan, could we just, uh, we'll finish on you, mate. So Josh, after this one, mate, we'll, we'll let you get off, all right? Really appreciate Thank your time. That. Sorry, just, just one. I just wanted to ask about um, the obviously boxing in front of nobody. Yeah. Um, how how are you planning on dealing with that? Are you, you know, we saw what happened to Josh Warrington at the weekend. How mm. do you combat that? How do you even go about trying to think about what that's going to be like? Uh, we've we've done a lot, done a lot to emulate that. So I've really? done a lot to emulate that. Yeah, done a lot to emulate it because. See, the thing is, we're a crowd. It can either give you energy or draw you energy. Either one, it can have a negative or positive effect depending on which way the crowd swings in the fight. Um, and if you let that get you. Yeah. So, I mean, I think personally, David's a crowd fighter. I think he likes to go against the big crowd and silence them. And I've gone over to the Ragas place and everything else. I think he loves it. I think he does really love a good crowd there and get that sort of energy behind him as he pushes, as he tries to push forward. But with me, I feel like I'm boxing anywhere. But we have done a lot of emulation in the gym. So, how have you, how have you emulated that? Well, that's a secret. We can't let that one out. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, we've, done, we've done a lot of prep. So I just can't wait, man. Saturday can't come quick enough. See, the thing is, with me, fight weeks are drag, but then the best part, Friday and Saturday, just just flies by. So it's, it's, it's like, what can you do? Do you know what I mean? I want, I want to enjoy the, the fight night in the, um, in the build-up of fight night, but I can't really. I've got the fight week to, 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 get, to get through. So it's like, Fight week, I enjoyed the fight. I want the fight night to last forever, so I can't, I can't wait to get in there Saturday. I need to get in there Saturday. Thanks again. Nice one. My man. Really, really appreciate your time, Josh. Um, some great answers there. We'll see you in the bubble later this week.